Welcome to the Huge Quickly Podcast, episode 25. I'm Danny. And I'm Anna. And uh, it's just me. It's just me and Anna here in the studio tonight. Woohoo! We I'm had, excited. Uh, we had guests just, just, just chomping at the bit to get in here, but we thought, you know, it's been too long <laughs> since me and Anna have just been able to hang out. That's right. Talk about stuff in the in the privacy of our own home mm-hmm. with, uh, with the world listening. That's and, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh... But reality, we're just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Scheduling is is a pain. Well, we do have some some cool uh, guests that we're excited about that they're going to be coming on soon. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, we just kind of we hung out you and know. just played it easy here, and it's just me and Anna, and we did kind of something fun today. We did a float. We did a sensory deprivation float. Oh my god, it was nuts. <laughs> it's that doesn't even accurately describe how in weird it was. Yeah, that makes it sound weird, but it's even weirder than that, <laughs> isn't it? It's to- yeah. Uh, do you want me to explain what sensory deprivation tank yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. So basically, you go into this very dimly lit room, and there's this big pod-looking thing, and there's a kind of like a really kind of like like futuristic actually, yeah, especially it, the first one. There were there it, were different ones in each room. There's yeah. three rooms. The first one looked like a it looked like it, alien. It looks you know? like it's gonna beam you up to Star Trek. Or yeah, something. you're gonna go in like deep deep warp yeah, sleep or whatever. Sh- it's gonna shoot you out. <laughs> It doesn't, thank God. I don't know if you'd get in it if it does. Um, but you go in and it's just, it's saline. It's just water that's got like a thousand pounds of Epsom salt dissolved in it. So you basically, you just float, but it like, it's just crazy. You don't even feel like, you doesn't even feel like you're in water. The water's all room temperature and like the temperature in the room is room temperature. So it's like, it feels like you're just there, you're floating in a void. I don't know. Yeah. I felt kind of dumb really because like about 10 minutes into it, I was like, I sort of like reached my hand around and realized that the whole, like my whole stomach and like part of my legs and stuff are all out of the water. Penis, I didn't even realize it. It's so buoyant. My penis. <laughs> it all. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. that I can even tell out. that. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, was kind of weird though. I mean, I felt very exposed because I mean like my boobs and everything were <laughs> just out there. Okay. You know, if they would have had night vision goggles, they would have seen some. Yeah, that's that would be a bad place for there to be like uh you know sneaky uh, uh perv employees. <laughs> so you would be you wouldn't even be submerged. Yeah, you're just laying there. Yeah. yeah, it was weird, and you're just like completely alone with your thoughts. I mean, you yeah. don't even think about you know like just just when you're laying in bed, there's still other things that like your body is sort of reacting to. You can still yeah. feel pressure and stuff. This is like you're just you sort of don't even feel your body. Yeah. I'm I'm a little bit disappointed because I feel like. Between Danny and myself, I'm kind of like the hippy dippy liberal, you know, just kind of like goes with the flow. And Danny, I go with the flow. Danny just like kicked ass at this. He like got in there, like instantly relaxed, just was like in just like this peaceful state. And I get in there and I'm just like, do 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 do. What am I gonna be like? What's going on tomorrow? What's that thing? Why am I so itchy? Like I literally could not relax, which is the whole point of the thing. You really didn't the whole time. I would say maybe like one time, and I really tried to focus on my breathing, which is what they tell you in yoga for meditation. And it just was like, I'd be like, huh, when I breathe, I go up and down in the water. Hmm, that's interesting. Oh, what's what's going on tomorrow? I don't know. Have I ever felt this sensation? I'd be like, no, 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 no. Okay, get back to breathing. Get back to breathing. And then again, it goes through like, oh, I'm going up and down in the water. My leg is really itchy. It's like I just cycled through like not being able to relax. Mm-hmm. Well, so. you'd think you don't. You'd think that maybe you could have these like revelations or like 
these really c- clear insights into things or something because you just have the full like power of your brain. Yeah. But I didn't think about anything smart at all. I was just like, <laughs> I don't really feel my arm. Huh. <laughs> well, let's see. Next week at work. Oh, no. Don't think about work. Yeah, that's right. Just yeah, relax. Then huh. you relaxed. Uh-huh. It's dark in here. Uh-huh. No, like, I'm re- you've said that you relax. I did, but it's just, it's, yeah, I wasn't thinking about anything. It's like, you're just. So you were very relaxed. It was relaxed. I mean, I, yeah, it, it was just an interesting feeling. It was just like, hmm, like nothing. It was just yeah. nothingness. Well, and they said that like when we got in there, that like a lot of people have the idea that it's like you're going to be hallucinating in these things. But that that's like not unless you actually take hallucinogens before you go to the float tank. Maybe that would be your experience. But yeah, it was pretty relaxing. Though. The only thing is every once in a while, all of a sudden I had like just a strong urge to move. Like I felt like it was just <laughs> weird that I don't feel any part yeah. of my body. and I just need to like yeah, remember sure where everything is. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I, oh, my foot is there. That's right. It's covered in salt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like being a baby again and like discovering your feet. <laughs> Which, by the way, they, parents don't really, uh, they kind of sell their kids short when they're like, oh, I think he discovered his, he discovered his feet this morning. It's like, how stupid do you think he is? You know, I think he, he knew what was going on before that. I don't know. You see kids when they like stop and it's like they're walking around and all of a sudden they like look down and it looks like you can actually see them. They're looking at their feet. Then they start picking it up and shaking it like, oh my God, I'm doing this. This is me. <laughs> it's, uh, I think they are. They, they what, find were you their like feet. 12? Yeah, I know. It just happened last year, okay? <laughs> I, I still don't know what these things are that are attached to my arms. I mean, I just... They got all these extra digits on them. I, I just don't get it. <laughs> hmm. Well, you'll get there. Someday. Yeah, it, it was fun, though. It was fun. Do you think you'd go back and do it again? Yeah, I definitely... I mean, I think that... I, I think it's worth a second go because I didn't relax like I thought. And, I mean, I just hear... We have friends, Justin DeRider being one of them, that is like a crazy fanatic for this stuff. So... I think I'd definitely go back and try it again. Maybe do the float massage thing. It could be like a whole relaxation day. Yeah. Excuse me. I was kind of laughing at myself because I had one of the, the little pods that actually has a like a door that, that shuts. You know, you get in and you've got like a hatch that you pull down. Mm-hmm. And the girl's like, now just kind of a little word, word of warning with this one is like, you know, pull this thing down, but sort of like guide it down because it'll fall down. And you don't really want it like crashing down, you know, it's super loud. Everybody will hear, like pull everybody out of their yeah. Zen sleeps that they're all in or across the house. And, uh, I decided just to get in it for a minute without it being closed, <laughs> just to sort of like get used to it. Yeah. But immediately I was like, yeah, it's kind of light. I'll just shut this thing. And there's like a bar across the top that sort of looked like maybe it was some sort of like handle <laughs> or something. Cause it's actually hard to move around in those things. They're, they're so buoyant that like yeah. I just, it was super awkward. If you watch somebody yeah, getting he, in and out, it was like you had no coordination yeah. at all. But I just like yank on this thing thinking I'm going to be able to like pull myself up to grab the other handle, but it just like slams this door down. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, Oh God. And then it slammed it on my hand, which Danny. hurt me, but yet. That yeah, like saved everybody else. You know, they they stayed <laughs> well, in their sleep time. Did you hear me get up and like yell at the reception desk? Did you hear any of that? What? I totally forgot to tell you this. Yeah, I got up like a couple minutes after being in there, and I realized I had a cut on my hand, and I didn't have any Vaseline because I recommend to put Vaseline on any cuts that you have because it'll burn. Just like if you get in your eyes, it will burn really badly. And so I had to like just wrap a towel around myself and walk out there right by your door and be like, "Excuse me." I need some help. I can't believe you didn't hear me. Well, did you not think about the fact that maybe you should be quiet? I mean, I tried to be quiet, but I wasn't going to walk downstairs 
wet and in a towel. I did. I thought that this was the better alternative. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. And I also like barely heard the music at the end. You know, they start putting on this music when your time's up. And I thought I was hallucinating yeah, actually like, for a couple what of seconds. Is that? is that for me? I'm like, am I dying? It sounded kind of like <laughs> church bells. and Yeah. And they said that it was actually supposed to be like pumped in through a speaker that's under the water, but that was not true for me. No, I like barely, I barely heard it. I had it. it in the water. I heard it. Oh. But I was, well, th- at that point I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of nice. I'm not ready to get out yet. So. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably do it, do it again. It's cool. I, I'm, I'm curious to hear a derider. You know, uh, to hear what he says about it and talk to him about it again, because he's the big floater yeah. of of the people we know. <laughs> floater. So uh, last weekend, big weekend for us, we went down to the Redwoods yeah, in Northern been, California. We've been busy with new experiences for us, Danny. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, the forest was a little more natural, I think, walking around. That's but, true. Uh, not that a big w- salty pod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what could be more natural than a big salty pod? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was it was cool. It was fun. It was a long drive. It was like five and a half hours down to uh, Crescent City, California. We went down there, um, camped out. Kind of, we had a bad tent a little bit. Got rained on at night a little bit. Woke up wet. But um, I think the the funniest part of the, the weekend was just realizing how inept I am in general at uh, like. Like just taking control of like the camp and deciding <laughs> when we need to take things down and put things up. And she, if, if somebody was just like a fly on the wall watching our camp, Anna was like, she was the leader. She was the co-captain. She, she, she was the coordinator. She yeah. was the, she was the labor. It's, she was, it's I was just sort of, I'm like, I can be so bad, especially if I get frustrated. I'll, It'll be like the one thing I decide to pick up, and I'm like, where does this go? They're like, oh, God, there's no place for this. And it's like... Hey, Danny, I think you're selling yourself shorter. You built a really good fire that second day, and I didn't help you at all. Well, yeah, it's more like I'm good at focusing on maybe one task. <laughs> I mean, but as far as multitasking, I... I don't know if it, if it was if I was left up to my own devices, I feel like I would fall asleep and then wake up and like <laughs> my fire has is still gone. It was still going. It got out of the pit. Yeah, and uh, we didn't put the food room. away yeah. right. There's and, a bear. Yeah, definitely a bear. Yeah, all, not all the garbage was put away. It's just like it's so funny. Anna's so much better. But I mean, I, I'm a really good camper. I come from camping. I come from hard camping. And I always was, I always was, my ass always had to help. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks mom and dad. I kick ass at camping now. So yeah, I just, I've, I'm more used to like just taking an order and then with having kind of low expectations <laughs> <laughs> there, I don't know. That's more like I was able to pick the campsite for us. That's true. You did. You drove us to the right location. Well, sorry. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. I drove us to the right location because <laughs> Danny, we had like a, we got up Saturday morning relatively early. It wasn't like a 4 a.m. or anything. And we're driving and I'm like, I'll drive first. It's fine. So I'm driving and we drive. Well, let, me, let me jump in and say that originally I said, no, I want to drive. I almost always drive. But then like we just got to the car and she physically just slid into the driver's seat as I I'm like faster. putting something away and then she wouldn't get out. So we drive, I probably drive for two or three hours. We stop to get lunch. And then at that point, it's supposed to be Danny's turn to drive, right? And yeah, so we we're in Grants Pass, Oregon. Yeah. So it's kind of like the last yeah. couple hours to the, to the spot. So we stop, we have this big <laughs> lunch and Danny hops in the car and like, it's time for him to drive. And like 15 or 20 minutes in, he's just like, I'm, uh, I'm really hurting over here. I, I, I think I'm going to need 
some help. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it was like two in the afternoon. Well, well, okay, explain it. I was getting tired. He was getting tired, and so I had to. We had, he pulled off, and we had to switch spots. So I had to get back was, in the driver's seat. This is seat. the most embarrassing story I think you've ever told. To get him, back actually. in the driver's seat, and then he just passed out. I, I think that the. Uh, the milkshake that they served me was like Loaded meant for the, the i think the guy had like a crush on the girl next to me and this was like a roofied yeah <laughs> uh, i'm uh, sure that's what, that's the much more logical answer <laughs> it felt like i just had turkey dinner or yeah. something like i couldn't keep my so eyes bad. open <laughs> i mean luckily i have more energy than i really need so it was lucky but i mean like he's just doing like over there doing the head bob and weave where he just like it's, his head's flopping to one side and his mouth's wide open. There was like well, a couple first of all, snores. I'm a, I'm a really, really good, um, car sleeper and like plane sleeper or any, whatever. Any I sleeping. can just fall asleep at any moment. <laughs> That's called even narcolepsy. while I'm driving. <laughs> and it is kind of crazy that your body allows you to fall asleep while driving. Like it's mm-hmm. not like it's during a movie. I mean, your body can't make the decision like, Oh, we could die if we swerve off this road, but no, we are like just too tired right now. Eyes shut off. Everybody's going to sleep. And it's two in the afternoon. I understand when it's like four and you've hit the limit. You've had like the three Red Bulls and the like your, I used to be a smoker when I had to drive really long distances that would keep me awake. But this was a Saturday afternoon after there was no physical activity whatsoever. Well, maybe that was the problem. And he just, passed out so i drove us there sorry i'll take the credit for that one too but we should really talk about the the trees i mean like talk about like total opposite so we're in like the sensory deprivation tank where it's like your senses are like you know there's just like you don't have any senses but then you go into like the redwoods and it's like sensory overload because everything is just incredible like the sounds are beautiful the trees are just like blow your mind the yeah, we'll put up some pictures of the trees. I mean, they're huge. They're, they're like 700 years old, some of them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, uh, it took me like 35 seconds or something to walk around one of these trees. It was Well, crazy. you were kind of stumbling around. I mean, I'm not going to say I was sprinting around, but I mean, I, I was probably walking through some poison oak, but I needed to find out how many seconds it was going to take me to walk around one of these <laughs> things. <laughs> I think that's a funny method of figuring out how big a tree it is. <laughs> By how long it takes you to walk around, because like <laughs> so, certain trees might have bushes and solid, solid shrubs hey. around. Others are like wide open. It felt very accurate. I mean, I looked at my feet. And I tried to have the same steps every time, so I'd say it'd be like two or two feet, three feet, probably three feet steps. So I think it was very accurate for for what for what I had. You know, I didn't have a ta- I didn't have my tape measure. I didn't have me and my like 30 best friends to like hug around the tree. You literally would need that for some of those. Yeah, it, was it was pretty it was pretty awesome. It was crazy, but so the the first thing that me and Danny did was we decided we were going to go on a steep and strenuous hike cuz we were like we're young, we're 28, steep and strenuous. That doesn't scare us cuz it was supposed to take you down this cool little beach. And we're like walking and it was super easy in the very beginning and then like it takes us a little while to get down there. And we kind of hang out on the beach and when we were walking down, it was kind of colder, rainy, like there's a little bit of fog. So we had all these layers on. And then like by the, like it was like almost to the second that we decided we were going to turn around and walk up this steep and strenuous hike. 
it was like the clouds parted blue skies i swear to god the temperature rose like 30 degrees i have never been so uncomfortable yeah i would never been so uncomfortable in my entire life i was wearing like tight jeans that were getting wet and so those were like sticking to my body i had a wool scarf who ca- who brings a wool scarf on a hike? I don't know. Well, you almost brought a thermos of coffee too. That yeah. would have sucked to carry that around. Yeah, it was. I mean, it literally probably took us. It actually an, was kind of an bad hour because uh, yeah, all, we're out on this beach, all these rocks, and first that's like strenuous. On it. I don't know why we keep using the word strenuous, but it's a good word. I'd keep we, using it. It was like hard. You're walking around in these deep rocks and climbing up these things, and then yeah. it was like she, like she said, the temperature got warmer, and then all of a sudden I was like really hot. Then we had to go back through all this on these trails where it's super narrow. You're going through yeah. all this brush that's wet. It still has like dew and stuff on it. And it was so hot. We were like, Danny not... took a shirt off. I was blinded for a minute from his chest. Well, blinded just in a good way, <laughs> like with the music playing and sure. slow-mo camera and stuff. <laughs> no, I, I took it off for like two seconds just to like get some airflow going. I wish I could have taken all my clothes off at that point because I've ne- <laughs> I've probably the most uncomfortable as I've ever been. I was like this. I wanted to rip my pants off. Wow. I know. It's two of us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, but we made it after it was like two and a half hours or something like that. It was um, maybe we should have. When we saw the steep and strenuous sign, we maybe should have. Yeah, we kind of thought that was just BS. Yeah. They're laughing at it. It's like, okay, it's steep and strenuous. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just figured that meant for a 60 yeah. year old. We saw an elk right right off the street, which is right off the, the it wasn't a street, it was right off this, this dirt, road, like dirt road, which isn't a huge thing for us, Ellensburg. You know, you see elk and, it was and stuff, still but like it was still cool. It was Five close. feet away from but us. But we look over and there's a there's a guy that's walking. He's like just walking right by it. He's probably 20 feet away from this huge bull elk. Yeah, it's got like and five then, point on his antlers. Then we look over to the, the other side of him and this girl, this old older lady, has an iPad out that's obviously recording and just walking right at this guy. And it's a I've wild been, elk, and we're just like, man, I've this, never is like, this is like evolution yeah. going, and this is survival of the fittest right now. I've never been so disappointed. One of the most disappointing things with my race, it's... Our, I thought you were going to say disappointed that it didn't charge her, because that's what I was thinking. Well, I mean, I thought, I was like, this is going to be a great YouTube video. We should probably sit and watch. I mean, they would deserve it. <laughs> I mean, it's the dumb, and it's probably for like an Instagram photo. This person did not look like a professional photographer. Again, she had an iPad. And this thing, and the thing that also really makes me disappointed, and I'm just going to go on a little rant here, Danny, is that it also desensitizes these elk to people being around them. So they're not going to be afraid of hunters when they come. So it's just going to be more of a chance that they're going to be shot by a hunter. I just think what's so funny that we're in this society now where like people used to just take pictures and they weren't particularly good pictures. Like when you go back and look at my dad's, you know, childhood pictures or something, they accomplished the same task of showing you what everybody looked like and kind of what the atmosphere was, but they're not like good looking pictures, but that was enough. It was fine. Now there's this weird push to like have a picture for everything and it has to look perfect. You have all these little filters on it. It's got to have the right little tags and it's all cute. And it's all just, it's like to get other people now that I'm super hypocritical because I'm putting out this podcast just for the <laughs> idea of other people listening to it, which is totally uh, different. I don't know. Uh, it's way to, you're right. Yeah. At least this is some sort of product. <laughs> we put a lot of work into this thing. But it's weird, isn't it? Someone else is there probably thinking like, oh, like, you're like, literally, I'm going to Instagram if this. I, and if I, I, bend I might down. be able to get this like with no filter on it because it looks so great right now. I'm like, able to like bend down and get like an upshot or something. It's It's so weird. But 
Yeah, that was pretty cool, though, that there were so many. There were a lot of elk around. Yeah, it was nuts to be that close, but I really did want to see somebody get trampled. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and on the way, we had to get an oil change in my car, which is kind of funny because it's it's a super high-pressure situation for me. I don't really like these because I'm, really? I'm not a negotiator. Oh. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a negotiator. I have a tough time saying no, and these guys are like, you know, they're like, hey, I just want to show you, you know, here's your transmission fluid, and here's the color it should be. And look, yours is several shades darker than that. I, you know, it, if I was, it's on my car, but it's forty dollars. And I, every time, no matter what they're saying, I'm like, uh, 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 it's so hard for me to say no. It is a high pressure situation. I yeah, normally they, buckle. They keep coming up to your window, and they're just like, you know, we could do a fuel treatment here. Uh, Subaru recommends that every you know eighty thousand miles, you're at about you know ninety. At, I think it's, you know, it's $30. It's like, uh, I could easily have a $300 bill at this place on a $20, $30 oil change. But I was so proud of myself. I denied them like eight times. You showed restraint. And it was like, he really did. We drove in and he was like, he made, he mentioned like, all right, by no means, let me say yes to any of these things. Well, I know if I'm not careful, all of a sudden I'll have the synthetic high mileage uh, oil going in. <laughs> I'll have the fuel cleaner additive going in. I'll get a new f- whatever. The Air put, and put a new oil fuel pump filtering. on. Why yeah. not? Like it's like they'll start doing heavy maintenance on my car, <laughs> and I'll I just want to hit the road and not have to feel shitty about the fact that I'm four thousand miles over <laughs> on the sticker. You know? Yeah. I just want to get the bare bones. I wish you could just. just uh, maybe I should tell them next time. Bare bones. I don't care what everything looks like because they <laughs> they try to come over and talk to you like you're gonna know really what what's going on. They'll, they'll come over like this is a this is the uh, color of your pa- your power steering fluid, and uh you know you can tell the difference there. It's it's a little darker, definitely. It's like well, how dark this does it need to be before there's yeah. a problem? You know, you did a really good job. I was impressed. I was glad to be your girlfriend mm-hmm. for that brief moment. That's so nice of you. <laughs> it quickly went downhill when you were falling asleep as i was driving for the second time i really do have to apologize for that that was not cool <laughs> well you have to make for it up the, for me next time we getting take- roofied is not cool that's what i mean like the <laughs> fact that they would do that to my shake is not acceptable well when we drive to take the four-hour drive back to ellensburg next time wait let's let's just let's just uh be totally clear on the way home we took a way longer route <laughs> we went straight up the 101 all the way up coast into- of oregon yeah, the coast of Oregon, all the way from uh, Crescent City, California, all the way up to Lincoln City, which is that was a long drive. That it's, was like an eight-hour drive. It was nine. We stopped at the sea lion caves and to have some fish and chips. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> so I love, about, I love the like coastal towns. You know, I know. they're Unless all kind they're of super shitty. They're all kind of similar. But yet they all have their own little uniqueness. So. Yeah, like I, like I probably wouldn't want to live there unless I was like a fisherman. You know, like it just—I mm-hmm. I either want to be heading out into sea or just visiting. You know, but I love me some some fish and chips. What if you were the person that was gutting the fish and filleting them? Would you do that one? No, I, poop. I, I, I mean, I fish to. guts and poop. And I've he- have you ever held a fish heart in your hand while it's still beating? No, yeah, you have. <laughs> uh, yeah. Really? My dad's a fisherman. Well, I didn't know what he do you think took we... you out into the Bering Sea. <laughs> No, we'd go to like Green Lake in Seattle and go fishing and there wasn't regulations back then. So When I was a kid, my grandpa used to take me fishing to uh, uh, one of those ponds outside of Ellensburg. Yeah. And uh, Amber used to always catch a fish or two and I would never catch anything. <laughs> Honestly, to this day, I don't know if I've ever caught a fish. And well, I've spent probably 20 hours fishing. 
We'll get my we'll get our poles. I'm a good fisherman. I've given up. Well, I, I that's a so really good patient, attitude. Patience. I'm impressed with with how well you're taking this. No, Amber's always like, I think there's something else on the line. I'm like, oh, she's so God such a. Bitch. I hate her. Let's throw her into the oh, water. I, that's my pole. I think I think I caught it. It's pink. I don't know if that one's yours, Dan. Yeah. So why don't you queue up a little news? Oh, okay. Check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash huge quickly podcast. Um, you can also, um, let's see, if you go to, if you go to the huge quickly podcast.com, you can actually subscribe to the, basically the blog itself, which is a good way just to keep track. If you're not subscribed to us anywhere else, you can also find us on uh, iTunes, the Stitcher app, um, everywhere. We're taking so over everywhere. the fucking world. Everybody. Yeah. I have to prove my point that huge quickly <laughs> is getting huge very quickly reasonably quickly yeah uh yeah so thanks a lot and we'd and we'd love some uh yeah right over there <laughs> that allergies <laughs> we're good. We're good. We'll go both getting the seasonal allergies is not I'm good getting i've had allergies for two months now it's been well i finally great. caught up yeah it's bullshit <laughs> <laughs> all right what you got all right so i'm hoping that everybody if you haven't already seen this video um, you will listen to the podcast and just be connected with it because it was incredible. Did you hear about the guy that jumped from Mount Everest in a wingsuit, squirrel suit? I heard about it. I haven't seen it yet. It's inc- it's crazy. This There's a Russian guy, Valerie Rozu. I'm sure I pronounced that perfectly. Yeah, Valerie. <laughs> it says Valerie. If you saw my spelling right now, it says Valerie. Um, who's a Russian. He jumped off the north face of Mount Everest at about 23,687 feet above sea level. Levable. Levable. <laughs> so he uh, wasn't at the top then. How how high is it? Pretty sure it's 29,500. Like, okay, well, if you see the video, it's pretty amazing. I mean, like, I don't even know how they could really jump off the top because he just, like, jumps out and he's just, like, launching him. I mean, it looks like he could just very easily smash into a rock. Because I mean, he's just following the contour of Mount Everest. Yeah, those that, those are so. That's just nuts that they're so like trusting of just the forces yeah. of aerodynamics going on, where they're just going to basically fall off and know that they're going to sort of catch well, and glide out. The problem is the air is really thin up there as well, so that's fucking with things as well. He said that they had to like he had to make sure he had like the perfect jump off of it, or he was literally going to hit the the rocks. It's not like they would have practiced this. Um, the other thing too is, is, um, you know, mountains always have weird, weird wind going on like that. A big, big mountain. It could have wind going a, back down. Yeah. <clears throat> it's crazy. And the, and the air they said it was negative 18 degrees Celsius, which I have no idea what that is in Fahrenheit. You know, I'm still going to stick with my contention that these things are, they take, would take a lot of balls and maybe, and I don't know what, what I'm talking about, but. <laughs> Do you not have balls? <laughs> that's not what that meant. Uh, it just still seems like somebody just sort of falling off of something. And then I... you just have to stay there until you pull your chute. Like the guy that jumped out of the space capsule thing, he just fell out of there, didn't he? I'm going to completely disagree with you. Yes, you do have a point, but it is insane what these people just think there you would crash you jump off and hit, go right into a rock. <laughs> wow, I mean, you have a lot of faith in me. Thank I you. I mean, the amount of practice and training these people have to go through to be able to like maneuver that 
you can't even do a base jump without having done like 500 like, out of a plane jump or something like that. It's yeah. crazy. Right. So I, I, I'm actually kind of thinking this is cooler than the space jump guy because this just seems like you'd have to maneuver. It just is nuts. He literally is following the contour of the mountain and he's going 120 miles an hour, like at his fastest point. So it's just, it's crazy. And the, the, the squirrel suits, he just kind of like manipulate. It just looks, it's nuts. I just, I literally like, I, I can't even imagine being the person that actually does this because it freaks me out just thinking about falling off of a cliff. But anytime any of these feats gets met, I'm just like blown away. I love them. Yeah. Anything, it's like always no, Red Bull right. Red Bull stuff. I just like, anytime Red Bull does something, I'm just like, I hate the drink, but I like love everything else. It just looks more, it, well, this one is different. I'm thinking more of the spacecraft one because he just kind of landed and then pulled a chute. Well, I mean, th- at least this this is a lot different. I'm not agreeing with you there either. <laughs> I think that you need to watch these videos again. <laughs> he jumps from the outer atmosphere of the planet. Well, and did you see how he was like spinning around uncontrollably and he had to restabilize himself? Did you miss that part? Um, well, how did the, he must have screwed up if he uh, got himself spinning around. How are around you supposed like to practice for that? I just want to know. <laughs> how, how does one practice for this to know that that's going to happen? Uh, don't they have uh, simulators? No, they probably do, but not like this. Um, you have no case. We're, we're moving on. Centrifuge. Sorry, I'm also going to say that this was to celebrate the 60th year since the first person climbed Mount Everest. Can you imagine? Being the first person to climb Mount Everest? Definitely not. That's it, crazy. It seems like it should be longer than that. What would 60 years ago be? I mean, it just, I can't imagine what it would be like and how many people have probably died trying to do that. So I will never be a mountain climber, but I think this is pretty darn cool. And anytime any of that happens, I love it. So moving on, uh, did you happen to see, I mean, people of the podcast now hopefully are not they have somewhat of an idea how much of a science and particularly space nerd that I am. And any time really that something big kind of comes out in space, we've kind of talked about it. At least that which makes national news. You'd agree? Yes. Especially with the Mars Curiosity rover. First, I, yep. I mean, can, I know that <laughs> you know. I've heard about it eight times, <laughs> thousand times. Eight times. I think eight times would hardly be too much. But the, the big thing that happened this week was um, there was a guy in Japan who was like just looking over the videos. It would probably just be like a random individual. I don't think it was a scientist. I think it could have just been you or me in Japan. And was looking over the photos that Mars Curiosity Rover was taking. And he's like said that he saw a rat. There was a space rat. And it was like it kind of had like a body and had like a long head, two like two looking feet and like a long tail. And it was like very, it was a far off photo. But you can kind of look at it and you're like, you can really kind of see what could be the outline of an animal. It's one of those things. They do this every, t- it happens every couple of years. There's some thing that somebody sees that's probably not even in, it's not to scale. It's something could be zoomed in or zoomed out and you don't know it. Remember a couple of years ago when they said it looked like a man walking on the surface of Mars and it sort of looked like a sort of Sasquatch looking guy. And no. Yeah, I, I I saw this and actually looked it up. It was like, is this a man on Mars? And it did look like a, a man and walking on the surface of Mars. But then they showed the the real picture and it was like, 
it just it, the the picture that everyone was looking at was actually a really zoomed in thing. It was actually like this tiny little part of a rock is what everybody was looking at. Yeah. But you just didn't realize the scale when you looked at the picture that was going around. So it just things can look like other things. I I would need to I would want to see it on video before I. Well, NASA says it's just a grouping of rocks or something like that. Perfectly placed rocks is what they're saying it is. Shocker! But it looks. It looks like it could be something. It's, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, they did also find pebbles that they look like could have been in a it's somewhat like a stream way back in the day because they were smooth, round pebbles. So that's kind of cool, too. But I really wanted it to be a rat. I'm holding out for the rat. The pebbles are, eh, I want it to be a rat. So. Yeah. I'd say I'm sure all the real scientists are a lot more excited about the round pebbles because it's clearly <laughs> not a rat. And uh, It could be. Well, this is actually the second time they said they've seen a rat. So what the hell's going on there, uh, Danny? Just <laughs> lots of uh, perfectly shaped rocks. Well, maybe there's an alien creating those rocks to throw us off their alien scent. The other thing is that why is there so many people that have so much time that they're like pouring over the Mars Curiosity rover pictures, zoomed in, looking at all the corners, looking for anything that could look like anything? Why do people have time to play video games? Who the hell knows? <laughs> well, you, there's always time to get your uh, blacksmith up in Skyrim. Does <laughs> uh, that yeah. mean something? Well, you know what? Let's not go back to this because I'm still sore about you stealing my nickname <laughs> have you ever seen a rat do you have you ever seen one hmm that's a pretty good question uh besides like the, so. the ones you buy at the pet store i haven't lived in squalor so <laughs> although we're close you know it's funny that we're actually talking about this because i had a rat dream last night where there was a rat scurrying in my parents house which <laughs> has never happened i promise <laughs> But it freaked me out. I think I actually kind of woke up and it was like a spiders. It was spiders and rats in my dream, which was was a bad combination. But I looked that up. Probably means something. It probably does mean something. Means I'm going to be talking about rats on my podcast. Probably. Um, I actually did see a rat when we were biking one time. I actually saw a rat in Portland. It was very weird. It was huge. I've always heard. Oh yeah, you told me that. I've heard people say that they see they see rats sometimes in downtown Portland. We were in a nice neighborhood, too. It wasn't like we were in downtown, like, shitty, sweaty, wet area. It was, like, on a hill. Sweaty, wet area in Portland. <laughs> Everywhere in Portland, sweaty and wet, except for our apartment, which is beautiful. Yeah. And we happened to see this rat. It seemed like a very strangely pla- pra- placed rat. I, that Yeah, I remember now. There was an article in, like, the Mercury about how there was this big rat problem right across the street from City Hall. And they were going to have to do all this this work well, that, because they had an infestation going on. Uh, that's because right in front of City Hall was where they did the uh, the big protest. The um, What was that called? Occupy. Occupy. That's where they occupy. And it was because they were just leaving shit everywhere. And there were rats coming. That's cute. <laughs> Literally, it probably was feces, I would be my guess. Well, that's, that's at least one of the reasons I didn't particularly you know, <laughs> identify with the movement that much. Yeah. Um, so you could not avoid this next news story this week. Spelling bee. Who did I not watch the spelling so bee? much of the spelling bee. I remember them doing like a, a spelling bee in class where you could qualify if you were to win this and the next one, the next one, the next one. And I missed on the first word. Oh. I missed like attendance. I actually remember this. I remember being like, A-T-T-N-D-E-N-D-E-E-N. 
D E N C E. It's like I added like a whole group of ENs into it. That was like a 10 N N N Well. And they're like, oh, that was a cute try. <laughs> he can't think out loud. Yeah. How speak. old were you? I don't know. 11. I wasn't. I don't even actually remember ever doing spelling in class, like up in front of people. We probably didn't do that in K Town, but Kittitas, Washington. <laughs> There's just not going to be a, a student in here that's, that's going to go anywhere. I'm really bad at English, so I would do so bad at this. I mean, I, I literally, if I can get a period in there somewhere, I'm I'm proud of myself. Do you think these kids just study, you know, uh, linguistics, the whole, is that what that study would be? I have, I'm bad at English. Did you not just hear me? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, they must, I mean, they know so much about, you know, the different, uh, the where these words come from based on their origin and they know all this stuff that doesn't not taught in school normally so i think it's their crazy parents that are forcing them to yeah. do it and it's just i mean like nuts you think it's just like repetition this kid um it was every reared mon and kali which I obviously know how to tell that, say that one perfectly, just like the Russian. There's one. probably not a lot of just like Josh Smiths in this competition. No, I swear to God, there's probably not. But he was 13 and he was from Queens, New York. And he looked like he was probably uh, Indian. When you think that, I feel that was right. I never saw his picture. How were you not, how did you not see this? It was on ESPN, Danny. I don't have, uh, uh, ESPN Spelling Bee as a channel. <laughs> I mean, I actually honestly get really excited for this. I didn't watch it, but I always get excited for who to, who the winner is. But he... They take it a little too seriously. I did see a picture of the guy that was like bawling because he missed a word. It's yeah, just it's like, serious well, shit. Well, he, went, he won okay, with the word down. natal. What do you think natal? How, let me just take a guess at how you think this word is spelled natal. It's a German word. And can you think, use it in a sentence? Um, the natal was small and round and tasty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a horrible <laughs> sentence. Again, did I say that I was really bad at English? <laughs> natal, go. Oh, God. <laughs> N A I T E L. <laughs> you actually were pretty close, but that would be the correct spelling, Danny. K K oh. N A I D E L. And it means a small mass of level Silent K. Whoever heard of a silent K? Small mass of leveled dough. Say what? Small mass of leveled dough. Wow. A so natal. did you get my sentence? <laughs> Uh, that didn't, your sentence didn't help much, but I get it now. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to use it in everyday language yeah. too much. But he said, it's a German word, and I guess this kid, he's been in the spelling bee, the top spelling, he's been in the top 10 since 2010, but he'd suffered with German words, so he went back and figured mm. that shit out. But you win $30,000. A lot of people have suffered at the hands of the Germans. It's true. <laughs> oh boy, don't start talking about that. You win thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> it was summer, and the Germans were advancing. Okay, sorry. Uh, thirty thousand dollars, and he won a big trophy that he shoved over the top of his head. And Wait, what? Sh he held it over his head, but it was funny because he it felt like he looked like he almost kind of like ripped it out of the guy's hand that was giving it to him, and he just like shoved it over his head. But 
He was very forceful for a small little Indian boy. Indian boy, yes. Well, so it was cool. I like it. I I, I always enjoy this new story every time it happens every year. So, well, there you go. You're a fan. That's all I got. No more news stories. Three great articles, I think. Good job. Woohoo. We also, I want to point one other uh, thing out, a little story. Uh, we, we had a pretty cool moment. We Last week, we went to uh, Helium Comedy Club. We were invited mm-hmm. by a very funny man, veteran of the show, Tim Hammer. Tim, he, uh, we love you. Yeah, he invited us um, to, to come be on his little list here, a little guest list. What was which it is for? Always fun. What was it for? This is... Um, so I guess I should say that <laughs> it's uh, it's the Portland uh, funniest person contest. They do this every year. I don't know how long they've been doing it, but the first round was like a hundred and hundred and twenty comics. A lot or something. of people. Was, wait a minute. Is that, is that 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 couldn't be true? Maybe they got a hundred and twenty entries. Yeah. But they had it for like I think ten days. Yeah, it wasn't that many. Actually, it could be close. Uh, anyway, it was it was a lot of comics in this first round, and then you, everybody gets a sheet of paper and you rank your your the funniest to the most unfunny um for all the comics that you see and you you rank those they they put that together and come up with a the top three comics and mm-hmm. those, those advance so um it was really cool i mean like the it was kind of weird because the first guy that came out was really funny i think he put i put him as like third place or something like that and then like the next couple were so, I mean, like you think you're like, oh, this guy is great. They're probably all going to be good. How am I, we, we want to go there and cheer on Tim who's invited us and we, we, you know, we think he's really funny and we're like, wow, this is going to be a really stiff competition. And then like the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth person all were so bad. Yeah, that's not nice. I thought some of those were okay. I, you know, one thing that is interesting to me about the whole comedy thing, I, I haven't gone to enough shows to really know kind of how it works, but. I just sort of wonder if some people just legitimately have a bad night and they sort of like That's get off true. to the wrong start or they like don't start it the way they wanted to or like for whatever reason it's somehow off for them. You know, yeah. it felt like that for a couple guys that came up that they I totally yeah. I would Yeah, totally you know, agree. I mean it's just it seems that there were a couple don't we don't need to name any names. There was especially one that I was like, I can't believe this person even yeah. it, it, it felt like one of those things in like it like I've brought it before, like American Idol, like where somebody ends up auditioning and just getting ridiculed yeah because nobody stopped them and and it's, it is complicated how are you going to do that if you just don't think they're good but this person like was so bad and i don't get how you could go up there in a competition it's not just like an open mic and be 15 seconds in and not know what your next joke's going to be yeah. and forget now obviously i i haven't been up on the stage before i don't know maybe you just your bl- your brain can just sort of go blank mm-hmm. i mean it's a lot of pressure but it was weird one person had to basically read their jokes. Each one, they were looking it up again. Yeah. And, uh, then, I, and then some people, like, actually, it seems like they had, like, an iPad or something or, or their iPhone. They would set down and probably yeah. have their stuff on it, which I think yeah. is a little interesting, too. But Yeah, but there was a couple of people that were, like, awesome. I mean, yeah. like, there, I mean, there was there was one guy in particular. And I, I almost think that you, me, and Danny, Danny and I were on the same page. I mean, literally, I laughed at every single one of his jokes. And I feel like... Nobody else really, but it was like there was a lot of people laughing, but it was like he didn't almost have his little crowd of people there, so he didn't actually get picked. But I thought he was the, you know, yeah, I actually, was, I actually wrote him, second. and I think we're gonna have him on the show. Yeah, I'm uh, really excited. I thought he was there was just one. I don't know. I really yeah, liked him. But. There's some really talented people in there, so we're gonna go to the next round, yeah, the semifinals next Jeez. Saturday. 
Yeah, but there's a couple. I think there's a couple this week too. Yeah, if you want to go check it out, there um, you can. I'll put up the link. It's at Helium Comedy Club. That's gonna be our recommendation for the week. Um, it's pretty cheap, like ten bucks. Yeah, yeah, it was really and, cool. Uh, it's yeah, it's just cool to be part of that process, and you know, it's just it's just interesting. Everyone's really kind of vying for the yeah. spot. It's not just normal open mic, and you're funny or not, and then it's over. It's got this. It's like a little tournament going on. But um, it was really cool. And it's really good. Tim, who invited us rocked it yeah, he just he, knocked it out of the park he was great and he made it into the next round i would say he probably he probably went first i mean he was he probably I, I would think with yeah. the people the crowd enjoyment he had to have gotten first place so it was really great it was a good moment for huge quickly that we got to do that so yeah thanks cool. tim yeah <laughs> so um yeah go check that out uh the seinfeld game will be returning next week That's right because we we want to have guests come in and weigh in on this on this very yeah. important topic. I've got enough of my own opinions about Seinfeld. I think <laughs> that we should let others decide. <laughs> All right. Well, kind of a short one this week, but uh, thanks for uh, listening and hanging out with us and give us any feedback on the Facebook page or ratings on iTunes or And thank whatever. you everybody who just liked our Facebook page. We really appreciated the boost we got this yeah, week. That's always good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, thanks everybody. Thank you. Bye.